Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to a brand new week here on Australia's number one daily sports news podcast, The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 6th of November. But today, we've got something special. That's right, we are headed to the track, because tomorrow, it's the race that stops the nation, the Melbourne Cup. And come tomorrow, every single newspaper, podcast, radio show, substack, and toilet cubicle graffiti is going to be talking about the race. So... Instead of getting lost in the flood of horse manure tomorrow, we're diving in who's first today. On the off chance, an alien has landed on Earth and is listening to today's episode of The Scorecard and has no idea what the Melbourne Cup is, allow me to quickly explain. I come in peace! The Melbourne Cup is a thoroughbred horse race held over two miles, or 3.2 kilometres, at Flemington Racecourse, unsurprisingly, in Melbourne. The race is for horses three years and older and is run under handicap conditions, which basically means the better the horse has performed recently, the more weight it'll have to carry for the cup. You lost a ton of weight, literally a lot of weight. The other thing that makes the cup such a unique race, aside from the fact that it's a long bastard for the horses... This is a marathon, not a sprint. ...is the sheer size of the field. 24 horses will take to the starting gates tomorrow, all with a tiny man or woman sitting on their back, hoping to whip their pony to victory. And it's a victory well worth chasing, not only for the prestige of having won the Cup, which is the horse racing equivalent of a tennis player winning a Grand Slam, but also because of the cash money on offer. Jeez, I've never seen that much money in my life. The Cup is the richest two-mile handicap race in the world, with the winner taking home $4.4 million and a total prize pool of $8 million all up. But enough about the history of the thing. Let's talk about tomorrow's edition of the race that stops the nation. Gold trip is going to win the Lexus Melbourne Cup. The winner of the 2022 race, Gold Trip, is back in the ring to take another swing at becoming just the fifth ever horse to win the race back-to-back and the first since the legendary Maccabi Diva won three on the bounce in the early 2000s. But Maccabi Diva clear with 100 metres to go. Excellent runs to second. Olajun runs on, but a champion becomes a legend. Maccabi Diva has won it. And Gold Trip is a red-hot chance for tomorrow's race, currently sitting as the second favourite to take the tape. But this year, the favourite is a Frenchie. Ooh la la. And inside the last 50 yards, Vauban is going to add the Ballyrone to Royal Ascot for Colin Keane, Willie Marlins, Valiant King, second peaking opera third. We might have to get someone to translate that commentary for us, but the point is that five-year-old French horse Vauban will go into tomorrow's race as one of the shortest price favourites in recent memory. Trained by Irish legend Willie Mullins and ridden by English veteran jockey Ryan Moore, Vauban is used to carrying much more weight than the 55 kilos it will lug for the cup and is used to running much longer races. But like any international traveller, there's one annoying unconquerable factor. So exhausted and so jet-lagged. But history has shown that the Melbourne Cup isn't necessarily a race for the short price favourite. In fact, on four occasions, horses have won the race at odds of 100 to 1. Here's Prince of Penzance coming on down the outside. Prince of Penzance for Michelle Payne. Now Max Dynamite starts to charge home. Prince of Penzance from Max Dynamite. Prince of Penzance, it's history at Flemington, Michelle Payne. Prince of Penzance for Max Dynamite. Prince of Penzance famously won the Cup at 100 to 1 in 2015 with Michelle Payne aboard, the first ever female jockey to win the race. Such a famous win, they made a movie out of it. So if tomorrow at your work sweep you pull out a long shot like Mostly Cloudy or Shiraz or even worse, Magical Lagoon, who's paying 151 to 1 to win the great race, don't throw that ticket in the bin so quickly. Just stranger things have happened. Let me tell you about a strange, strange 
And look, you could work your way through the entire field and find a rhyme or a reason for backing any of the 24 horses. But in a race as rich in history as the Cup, I like to look for a horse with the best story. And who doesn't love a comeback? They make a good line and they're racing and West Wind blows, hesitated, missed the start, two or three. Sulcum six lengths last early. Sulcum is my tip to take out the Melbourne Cup tomorrow for a number of reasons, but namely because I think this horse is embarrassed. It missed the start of the Caulfield Cup the other week by six lengths only to storm home and finish seventh, five lengths behind the winner. It's got something to prove, in my opinion, tomorrow at Flemington, and it'll have one of the most star-studded ownership groups in the field. Oh, Revolt! Jack Revolt has just risen above. No one loves a big moment more than recently retired Richmond spearhead Jack Rewalt, who'll be front and centre tomorrow as part of the ownership group of Solcombe. Rewalt, along with former teammates Tom Lynch, Liam Bacon, Nathan Broad, Jack Graham and Jaden Short all have a stake in the four-year-old. And while their respective athletic prowess can't help Solcom win the race, you can only imagine the scenes should their horse be first past the post. The Melbourne Cup, tomorrow, 3pm Eastern Daylight Saving Time. You can catch it on Channel 10. And if you're having a bet, remember, do it responsibly because the cup is a mystery wrapped in a riddle wrapped up in a horse race. I just can't figure it out. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the Score Cup. Listener.